With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. This is the Friday Fireside. We are here with Virginia Giuliano, uh, founder and CEO of Cobblecord. Virginia, how are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. So you are in Metro New York, Connecticut. Where in the world are you? Exactly. We are based in Connecticut. And how, how are things going in Connecticut as far as this idiotic disease are concerned? Uh, it's been pretty pretty calm. Uh, we've been doing all right. Everyone's taking it really seriously. So I think, uh, you know, we've right now got, got a good handle on it. We are, we are lucky here in Maryland. Our governor took it seriously. And uh, at the moment, Governor Cuomo uh, will allow me to travel to New York City to meet with clients. Um, right. Heretofore, I've not been able to do that. So that's a right. But anyway, so tell us about Cobblecord. Uh, how did you get started? I know that you used to be at Showtime, as I did, but we are, we're in different eras there. Tell us a little bit about, about how you set it up and what inspired you to create Cobblecord. And then, well, somewhere there, tell us what Cobblecord is. Sure. So Cobblecord is a uh, free website and app that helps people cobble together personalized streaming bundles. So it really helps them discover, um, you know, what streaming mix is good for them personally and um, we, we try to help them, guide them uh, throughout that process. And it's a really simple process by design. And a lot of the uh, heavy lifting is done behind the scenes through our patented recommendation process. Um, so I was at Showtime for 10 years. I uh, worked on uh, subscriber acquisition, retention, um, distribution partnerships. And um, I led the go-to-market uh, launch for their streaming service, which is when um, the idea for Cobblecord was born. Uh, I knew that you know it was getting really unwieldy. All of these streaming services were launching new ones every day, and we couldn't keep it straight um, regarding you know who supported which devices, what their business model, their pricing, what networks they had, etc. And I said uh, to myself, if we can't uh, keep it all straight, then the average person is going to have a major problem. And I set out to build something to really distill it down for the average mainstream consumer and really help them and enable them to um, navigate this um, this very now complex business. So I remember um, chatting with David Priceman back during some of those times. And at one point, he gave me a list of all the devices and all the platforms that Showtime had to appear on. And I, I got tired of writing after two pages of notes. I mean, my right. heavens, it was complicated. But now you are platform agnostic. You're concentrating on the user. Yes. And we what are, they want to subscribe to. So yes, how does it work for the user? 
we're trying to help the consumer. Um, first of all, navigate, as I said, this very complex uh, you know, series of streaming services that are changing daily. Um, so, you know, things are being launched, things are, you know, there's different carriage disputes uh, where things are not necessarily available on all platforms at all times. So there's a lot of moving parts and we're trying to be this sort of one-stop shop which captures all of that in a searchable way. Uh, and, I, and we're also, you know, adding on additional features to help people um, in the, because it's really, we're no longer in a situation where it, we're uh, set it and forget it in terms of your, your media mix. Yeah. Um, people have much more control than they actually realize and they're starting to realize that. And what I mean is that they can turn things on and off um, at you know, any point during the, the cycle, uh, the billing cycle. And um, there are a lot of uh, things that will trigger um, people to um, re-examine their, that should trigger re-examining their streaming mix, you know, seasonality, uh, kids going back to school, new content coming on, content coming off, et cetera, et cetera. So there's lots of uh, points uh, during the calendar year where people really need to re-examine. It's almost like rebalancing your stock portfolio on at least a, a quarterly basis. I say that you should really take a look at your streaming mix on a monthly basis and really say, okay, um, do I really need this this month? Can I turn this off? Can, you know, and really giving tools and that's our next iteration is helping people, giving them the tools to um, to help them do that. Now, during my Showtime days, um, the the monthly bill from the cable system uh, was in fact the the crisis trigger for right. is we is or is we isn't going to be included next month. Right. Um, and that was back when our churn rate and pretty much everybody's churn rate was about fifty percent per year which meant that we had to acquire a number equivalent to half of our subscribers every single year just to stay even. With today's services, you're charging off to PayPal or putting in a credit card. You don't necessarily get a bill. There are motivations with Disney Plus and some of the others to prepay for a long time. I, I would assume that inertia uh, tends to let people kind of say, if I'm paying for it, maybe I use it, maybe I don't use it. But you're suggesting that people take a more active role in managing their services? You nailed it. Uh, that's exactly the, the term that I use. People should really embrace taking a more active role in this. Now, agreed that, you know, this is coming, the, these charges are coming in on various uh, credit cards or, you know, there's there's various things that, um, make it difficult to track. So it is becoming a real bear to keep track of all these things, which is exactly the where I see the opportunity. So if, and people are starting to get really concerned about what they're paying in media, um, not just in, in video streaming, if you think about it, you know, music streaming, there's gaming, there's all of these things that start to really add up both individually and on a household level that, um, you know, we want to step in and be sort of the, the guide to help people navigate that and, and um, manage it on an ongoing basis. 
All right. So when you look at your consumers, um, and this is a free service, so they're not subscribers, uh, but you obviously have information on the profiles that they're building, whether you use it or not is a separate issue. But um, is there a, 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 a median level of subscription services first that, that people are taking and kind of what are they paying per month in your world? Well, um, you know, we don't necessarily capture their direct subscription information. However, I will say that we've seen um, movement um, in the average sort of person using this, our service. So it, it was uh, originally um, a bit more on the male side, a bit more um, on the younger side. And we've seen that sort of migrate to a more equal on, on the gender uh, side. So more women are getting more um, involved in these, in these uh, sort of decisions. I think that as um, streaming has become mainstream and not early adopter mainstream, behavior. Mainstream, as it were. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, you're seeing a more female, um, we're seeing a more female-centered user. Um, it's also, I'm seeing the age of the user gradually go up as well. So uh, I think that there's still, you know, there's older millennials, Gen X, Gen Y, baby boomers. Like, that's kind of who we're trying to help because those are the people who are, you know, kind of grew up on cable, uh, are a bit intimidated sometimes by all of the choices. And actually people who have already cut the cord, um, we say that we can help them as well because I guarantee they are not getting uh, as much as they can for their money um, within their streaming mix. And, you know, we, we also um, fold in, uh, free streaming services based on their their preferences. So we we sort of uh, dig into their content, device, um, internet, and price preferences. And taking all of that into account with our patented process, we uh, tell them these are the streaming services that you should have. And sometimes they're free, and sometimes they're paid. And once again, as you said, we're agnostic. So uh, we're trying to give the consumer the best information and be their guide. Um, now that, you know, we're, we're still, we're a young company still, and we're a startup. So we're, we're trying to figure out, um, you know, where, where do we add value? How do we make that uh, translate into a path to profitability? And we're working on, on, on getting there. Okay. Now, um, with COVID-19 and more people stuck at home and I've been stuck behind my desk for six months and I'm getting really tired of the shit, uh, <laughs> your usage has to have increased. Um, what are you seeing, uh, trend wise from your users? From um, our usage has definitely increased and people are, who have been on the fence about cord cutting are taking action uh, for various reasons, you know, as you said, they are, they're home, they're streaming, streaming is exploding. And um, they're also looking to cut their, their bills. You know, there's a lot of belt tightening going on. So right. people are either have lost their, their jobs or are worried that they're going to lose income and they're taking a hard look um, at their expenses. So people are really digging into a lot of the, I mean, this is, 
a lot of what we hear, um, you know, in, in our world, um, AVODs, which are advertising supported uh, video on demand and, and FASTs, which are uh, free um, ad streaming services um, are really uh, becoming much more popular. And I do a lot of speaking to groups um, of people who are interested in cutting the cord or, or want some more information about streaming, um, both individuals and, and professional groups. And um, yeah, they are really um, shocked at how much, when I, when I sort of um, help them discover what's available, they are shocked at how many free alternatives there are out there. So there's, there's not only a discovery problem with regards to all the streaming services, you know, a lot of these services are, um, you know, the, the, the margins are pretty tight and they don't have a lot of marketing dollars. So getting the word out on these services has been tough. And the consumers, you know, have not, it has not trickled down to the majority. So in, in some ways that's a good thing, right? Because there's so much potential um, out there in terms of user base and transitioning people from the old way of watching to the newer way of watching. And um, so I think that there's just a lot of potential and it's about, I, we're entering the point of this streaming world where um, marketing um, and discovery and, and is, is going to be key. Cool, all right, so la last thing. Um, when Disney Plus launched, which was, I believe, not quite a year ago, um, they were smart and they launched with Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. And they held back the second season of Mandalorian until about the one year anniversary to try to get people to carry over. And I believe there was a pant load of folks who signed up with Verizon. Mm -hmm. Um, when you see what is technically an industry event, like November for Disney Plus subscribers, um, what do you, does that impact your usage? Does that impact what you do online? Uh, how, how do you handle all that? Um, from, from the consumer point of view, Rick, I just want to be. Yes, for the, consu okay, from the okay. consumer point of view. That, um, all of a sudden, gee whiz, I've got it. And all oh, there's my renewal. And now it's full price. What do I do? You're absolutely right. You, you, that that is a trigger event yep. uh, that should um, allow people to you know re look re look at their their streaming mix and say, okay, does this still make sense for me? Um, does this uh, is this worth it for me? I had this deal going on. Is it something that I want to pay full price on or? You know, oh, oh, by the way, um, you know, Mandalorian was the only thing I was watching. Maybe I should get right. rid of it. This is this this is the situation that premium services like Showtime and HBO had to deal with on a monthly basis, as you said, when people opened up that bill. So, um, you know, this is this is not new to our industry, um, but it's it's an interesting, uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing, and you know, it, it has to do with. Um, it has to do with carriage. It has to do with device, um, device uh, support. It has to do with price changes. You know, every time 
uh, Netflix uh, raises their price. And there's some talk that, you know, that's coming soon. Uh, Again, you know, like these are all trigger moments that should spark the consumer to say, what what am I paying for? What am I doing? And, um, you know, it could be an unwieldy situation for them. um, But I think that, you know, Companies like Cobble Cord are trying to come in there and um, and fill that fill that gap. Cool. Well, guess what? We are out of time. We've talked about everything we that wanted to talk about, <laughs> and uh, I, I appreciate the fact that you are essentially providing a a support group for cord cutters, uh, cord cutters anonymous or something like that. <laughs> but but uh, anyway, Virginia Giuliano, thank you very much for your time. We appreciate your joining us today. Thank you. All right. I'm going to hit the off button and we are done. Bye-bye. That went very quickly. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.